Thank you, Trey. That was beautiful. Good morning, everybody. So, I'm going to be standing here today instead of walking around, so uh, you can hear me, um, if that's okay. I, um, I didn't plan on just standing here. I, I, I planned on walking around and coming back and forth, and, but that's what the day brought me. I woke up today and contemplated, oh, damn, there I am, walking away. <laughs> I uh, woke up this morning and contemplated the service today. And as I prepared for uh, my day, I noticed a broken fingernail. And when I was washing my face, they, I noticed the imperfections on my face. The soreness of my shoulders and my knees as I walked through the house. And I thought to myself, how can I give a talk on being beautiful when I don't feel beautiful? And then I had a voice inside my head, not one of the bad voices in my head, but one of the good voices in my head, the one that I could listen to the most, that still small voice within me. And what I heard back was, how can you not be beautiful? You are made by God. And I said, don't start it, that is true. And that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today, is the source of beauty. And how we can see beauty even in times of struggle or challenge. Because I think it's really important. We listen to the news, and we hear about the war, we hear about the injustices, the mass shootings, you know, all these really horrible, horrific things that are happening in the world. And yet, in every moment, in every place, we know that God is there. Jonathan Edwards, who is a theologian and philosopher from the Great Awakening, who's around the 1700s, had this to say about God. God is not only infinitely greater and more excellent than any other being, but he is the head of the universal system of existence, the foundation and fountain of all being and all beauty from whom all is perfectly derived, on whom all is most absolutely and perfectly dependent, of whom and through whom and to whom all is being, all being and all perfection. And whose being and beauty are, as it were, the sum and comprehension of all existence and excellence. That really spoke to me when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk to you about beauty. God is the foundation and fountain of all being and all beauty. 
when we think about beauty in a cosmetic sense or a physical sense, we think of the things that we do to make ourselves look better in the physical form. We wear a nice flowy dress. We shower. We put on jewelry. And in many cases, we listen to what social media and advertisement says that we, you know, on how we should look and what that should look like. When, when really, we need to be looking within and seeing what beauty we can provide to the earth through us and through our gifts. Because there's always somebody that is going to love you and see you as beautiful. I was at a conference a couple months ago and there was this really beautiful woman that was there and I went up to her and I said, oh my gosh, you are so beautiful. I just love you. And she's like, oh my gosh, you are so beautiful and I love you. And it took me a minute because I was like, did she just say that I was beautiful too? Oh my gosh. And, and I just said, thank you. And I took that in. And we hugged, and now we're friends. Um, she lives in California, so I talked to her mostly through Messenger and, and Facebook. But um, she had such a lovely essence. Her beauty wasn't just on the inside. She was beautiful. I mean, her beautiful beauty wasn't just on the outside. She emanated a beauty of consciousness, of awareness, of being that you just could not ignore. She shined brighter than probably any other light at that conference. And magnificent things just seemed to happen for her the whole time. Now, when she told me that I was beautiful, I, there was a part of me that said, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever, thank you. But there was another part of me that said, yes, you're right. I am beautiful. I am a unique being of Christ. You all are unique expressions of that Christ presence. So how can you not be beautiful? God is the source of all beauty, and He is immutable. That means that no matter what happens in this world, there is still beauty to be seen. Today isn't the most bright day. There's been a little bit of rain. There's been a little bit of technical difficulty today. There's been a few challenges set forward in my day. And even so, I know that this is one of the most beautiful days that I've had in a long time. Because I'm here with you, because I'm here, and because I see that beauty in everything, everywhere. That rain that came down brought us some more uh, nourishment for the earth. and. 
all that work that the gardeners did yesterday, it was able to take that in and expand. The Song of Songs, chapter 4, verse 7, says, You are altogether beautiful. There is no flaw in you. So even though we see things that don't necessarily create an aesthetic appeal to us, or don't seem to quite dive with what our vision of beautiful is, there is still beauty to be found. You know, one of those expressions that we use a lot is, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, who is the beholder? It is each one of us. So where I find something beautiful, somebody else might think it's just average. But what I want to remind you is the expression of beholding. There's two words in that word. Be and hold. So as we are being our expressions of beauty and light and Christness, we can also hold up our fellow man and woman we can see the beauty in them, through them, all around, and we can bask in it. So we look for, I look forward to the summer days, not the really hot days, because you know, then I get all sweaty and stuff, and then I don't feel beautiful anymore. But um, I do look forward to the summer um, because you've got, you know, all the grass, you go for walks, and there's so, so much beauty all around. You know, I just sit there and I watch bees go from flower to flower, and um, dragonflies buzzing all around, and uh, birds pooping all over my car. But I love the birds. Birds are awesome. They are beautiful. Um, they just like my car a lot. Um, <laughs> but when I remember that there is no flaw, I can see that I am being that expression, and I am holding that expression no matter what, even if there is a bird doing something on my car that I don't like. It is so beautiful. So why did I tell you all this? What is the whole reason for talking about beauty? So in, in the past, or I guess in the art world, we talk about the four natures, the four, yeah, the four natures of what is beautiful, the aesthetics of what is beautiful. And we have simplicity. We have complexity. We have harmony. And then we have proportion. 
And so if you think about all the things that make up how beauty is looked at and viewed, you can see that expression, that aspect, all of those aspects in each one of us. I have the perfect proportions. I am simply me, but I am very complex in my expressions of me, my happiness, my sadness, my anger. Those are all expressions of me, but still me. So when I look out into the world and I see other things that don't seem to be congruent, I try to remember that there is still beauty there. One of the things that I did um, to look at this was to kind of, I wanted to do some research on uh, people in the Ukraine and what they were going through. Um, I, I have a brother that's in, in Russia and he, he doesn't tell me much about what's happening uh, over there or anything, but, you know, what we get uh, is, you know, through the news, uh, through um, different uh, YouTube videos and things. And, and what I noticed was that even though they're going through this huge, horrific challenge right now, they are still seeing the beauty in their resilience, in their fortitude, in helping out each other. And we can do that too. We don't have to be in that situation to do that. We can see the beauty in another and just smile at them as we pass them. We can give them a compliment. We can give ourselves compliments. You know, I think uh, it was Debray um, Francois that did this uh, a couple months ago. She had everybody get out their cell phones and look at themselves and their cell phones. You could do the same thing again today and say, I am beautiful and talk to yourself. In fact, I do mirror work when I'm at home, brushing my teeth or washing my face. And I look at it and I say all the things that I like about my face and my body that I can see in the, in the mirror. And then I thank God for it. I think it's like... I think we get distorted sometimes when we aren't thinking about true beauty, the beauty of God. It's like the Funhouse Carnival mirrors. You know, one would make you look really tall, and one would make you look really short, or fat, or really skinny, or some kind of distortion to how you really are. So if we remember to look at ourselves and look at the world around us, not through the funhouse mirrors, but through the eyes of God, we will see beauty everywhere and in everything.
deeply rooted in every human heart, is an unquenchable longing for beauty. A God-given sense that beauty must have a more significant and permanent meaning than ourselves. It can arouse pleasure, delight, and even rest. We long to observe and we are part of beauty. And we seek beauty everywhere. Trey sang that beautiful song, True Colors. It's really one of my most favorite songs ever, so we couldn't have picked a, a better song to sing today to make my heart sing. I know Bonnie's, you sang it, Bonnie, Bonnie shows it. Um, but that's part of what I'm talking about. You know, we have a group of people that, that um, work together to put on this Sunday service. And it almost always turns out exactly the way it's supposed to, and somebody finds the beauty in it. And that just makes my heart sing. As much as I love being... in the mix of everything. I also love being around all of you. So, um, well, we did talk about this already. So, I think I think I'm done. It's not fun. There's a lot more on this page than I remember. Oh, that's right. Okay, I, I missed. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about uh, there was a, uh, the metaphysical meaning of beauty. If you look in the Revealing Word, for those of you that don't know, the Revealing Word is one of the books that uh, Charles and Myrtle Fillmore put together to share the metaphysical interpretation of different words and meanings in the Bible. And the metaphysical meaning of beauty is the loveliness of God beheld in his creations by the eye of man. Spiritual man beholds this divine loveliness everywhere. So even Charles and Myrtle saw the beauty, saw that beauty was important, an important aspect of, of our divine nature. And Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11, God has made everything beautiful in his own time. So even if you don't feel particularly awesome in the moment, you can change that in the next by going within, by remembering who you are and that God has made everything beautiful, including you. So our spiritual practice for today is to see beauty everywhere, all the time. Take time each day to find the beauty in the moment especially in yourself. Look in the mirror and say, 
Hello, beautiful. And list at least one thing about yourself that you find beautiful. You are a beautiful soul. Thank you.